Hey everyone, welcome back to another episode of Teacher Let Your Light Shine. I'm on a major kick right now with planning and setting a foundation for your homeschool or your micro school. You're definitely going to need your notebook today. It's without a doubt, you're going to have to have it. It's a must. A planner, if you don't have one, it's okay. Use your laptop, pull up a Google Drive, blank sheet, whatever it takes. I don't care. I know what it's like to break free from public school and feel as if I was just falling from a plane going skydiving, feeling alone, but it was also very free. It was very exhilarating, and I was hoping that I set a good example for not only my children, but for other other families, other children, and have you ever done something and thought, now why am I doing this? (laughs) I mean, truly. When I started our micro school, it was out of the pandemic. It was out of just a traumatic experience and needing to create a solution. But knowing that I'd always wanted to do something like this in the years prior, but never knowing it could actually end up looking like this. I don't want you to come into September after starting to homeschool or starting to build your micro school and go, wait a minute, whose idea was this? Why am I doing this? I did, why did I say I would do this? It's awful. You don't ever want to get into this. This is exactly what you may be saying come September or October. So don't feel alone. We've all done it. Okay. The second part of planning that I'm going to share with you today, if you've not listened to the previous episodes about having a summer set down and then also creating a vision, the foundational step This is the past two episodes. They're very intricate, very important and foundational to the second part of planning. This is what I do before I ever bust out my credit card and start purchasing curriculum. It is absolutely so important for a successful school year to do what I'm telling you to do. Even if it takes you more time and you just want to get your hands on curriculum and you just want to hurry up and start planning for the school year. Please take your time to do this. You'll need a notebook, but I have a planner from Not Consumed. Now, this is not a planner that tells me what I'm going to be doing every week of the school year. This is not a planner that I'm going to be using to schedule out lesson plans. I'm actually going to be sharing how I'm going to do that later on. I'm going to use something called a loop schedule. So if you want to be kind of tapping into that, you can. Um, I want you to know kind of where my vision is going, but I like to use something called a loop schedule when I'm planning. But today, before you even start loop scheduling and creating your curriculum, you need to listen to this. I've got the planner from Not Consumed. It's my first time having this planner, but it's very much exactly what I would tell you to do if I didn't have this planner. I would be telling you to do this because I've done this before without the planner. If you don't have it, it's okay. Don't pull out your credit card and go buy it right now because you might be interested in something else. You can do this in another planner or a notebook, but either way, I'm going to take you through another critical step that may seem like more time up front, but it actually save you time in the future. This is how I plan for each student, not just my own. I have a micro school with a lot of children and maybe you have a micro school with 30 kids or more or 50 and you're going, wait a minute, how am I supposed to do this? How am I supposed to plan for every single child? That sounds crazy, but it's very clear to me that when I sit down and I do what I do, I know why I have a micro school. I know why I'm choosing the curriculum that I'm choosing. I know why 
I want my days to feel the way that I want them to feel, okay? But before you go and choose a curriculum or start planning things out for the year, I want you to do this critical step. Let's get into it. Welcome, teacher, to the Let Your Light Shine podcast. If you're searching for the freedom and permission to design the life you love as a teacher, you're in the right place. I'm on a mission to help teachers just like you build their own dream school or homeschooling business. In this present day, the world needs you, teacher friend, to step out in faith and give students an education they love and so deserve. In this podcast, I will teach you how to start a fulfilling and profitable homeschooling business that lights you up. I'm Mackenzie Oliver, former elementary teacher and instructional coach, gone homeschool teacher and business builder. I'm here to empower you to step outside the classroom and choose the experiences, the curriculum, and all the moments that put a smile on your face and your students. Does it seem like a dream? Well, it did to me until God opened the doors and made it reality. Together, we are breaking through fears and moving the crowd. So get out your notebook, sharpen your pencil. It's time to get your teach on. Okay, if you are just sitting on the fence going, I really need some coaching. I need help. I feel frustrated. I feel anxious. I don't know what to do. I've never done this before. I've got so many questions and so many things are just coming at me and I just, I need help. Then go ahead and head on over to www.teachersletyourlightshine.com slash coaching so you can get the individualized help that you need. You and I Zooming it together, you're going to walk away with goals and priorities. You get to pick your time that you want to sit down with me and we're just going to hash it out and you're going to walk away and I want you to feel confident and I want you to have clarity and I want you to have the answers. Even if you're homeschooling and you need help, even if you are a teacher and you haven't quite left yet, but you need a timeline and you need me to help you on what to get started with first. If you are starting and you still need more clarity and you need specific questions answered, because listen guys, we are all building a different micro school. This is what's so cool. You may not realize it, but even though you're building a micro school, yours is going to look different than everybody else's. And that's what's so cool and so beautiful, but you need help. I have a podcast. It's different than every single person's out there. But guess what? I hired someone to help me. And thank God I did because my my podcast is nothing like hers. She allowed me the freedom, the flexibility, the confidence, the encouragement, the ideas, the professionalism to create it. Same thing with my micro school. We need each other. We need collaboration. So we've got a summer clarity cell. You can book your session www.teachersletyourlightshine.com slash coaching. Now let's get into how I use my not consume planner, but if you don't have it, it's okay. The last episode, I talked to you about getting your vision laid out. It's, it's so foundational, you guys. Even in the not consumed planner, when you open it up, it says, By wisdom, a house is built, and by understanding, it is established. By knowledge, the rooms are filled with all pleasant and precious riches. That's Proverbs 24, 3-4. And then, right above the vision tab, right on the vision tab, it says, Where there is no vision, the people perish. Proverbs 29, 18. Take time and write out the vision. Go back and listen to that episode. Do a brain dump. 
Give your time. Don't be in analysis paralysis. Just get your thoughts down. It doesn't have to be perfect. Get something down to help you. Once you have your vision and you keep looking it over, you're still thinking about curriculum. I know that you are. You, and I've been reflecting on the past two years and my experience for 16 years in public school. And now that I have the not consumed planner, which again, this is not a planner to schedule out your lesson plans. This is a, this is a very awesome planner for getting to know your children, setting up systems and routines for your school year, getting really great clarity on just personal things, organizing your children, having storage space. It's just excellent. Creating a daily schedule. I should definitely go through and show you guys this, but this is what I'm using today to help me with my vision, but you don't have to have this in order to be successful. But I will say this. Number one, you must start with why. You must start with why you're homeschooling or why you're starting a micro school. And in the Not Consumed Planner, she has five boxes. And those boxes, if you don't have this planner, I'm just going to write them down. This will help you get to some clarity and some deep heart work. Number one, what's your motivation? Like, why are you choosing to do this? My motivation is that I wanted to be with my children. I wanted to have my home as a ministry. I wanted to have children over. I love hearing them laugh. I want to see my child thrive. I didn't want to homeschool alone. I wanted the freedom and the flexibility to homeschool, but I didn't want to do it alone. I wanted to create a legacy. I wanted my daughters to know life skills. I wanted them to be able to pursue passions. I wanted their childhood and their innocence and their joy to be restored. Okay, so that's the first box, motivation. Second one, benefits. What are the benefits of building your micro school? What are the benefits of homeschooling? I'll share with you mine. Well, I don't have to worry about them being exposed to all kinds of crazy stuff out there. As much as I can purposefully try to control it, you know, they're going to be exposed, but at least I'm not getting them exposed into books that are pornographic. There's so many things going on right now in public schools and debacles of parents and teachers and and administration trying to get books off the shelf that are pornographic or whatever it is, whatever you believe in, I it's your prerogative, but I don't want my daughters reading transgender books. I don't want them to be talked about with indoctrination of critical race theory and all kinds of different things that are coming down the pipeline that I don't believe in. So why would I send her someplace that I don't believe in it? And trust me, it's hard enough. I've got a daughter going into public high school. We're constantly pouring into her. And it's difficult because I don't have my business set up to do high school. I don't feel comfortable homeschooling her while I also am homeschooling all of these other children at this age. And I truly believe that this is still good for my daughter, Jalen. Okay, so we're not going to be on the fence here about, well, you do this and I do that and you still send your kids here. No, we're not going to do that. This isn't what this is about. Whatever you choose to do, this is your story. This is your life. This is what God blessed you with. This is what God ordained you to do. And if you feel called to do something your way, then by golly, you do it. And you should not be shunned for that because we all have our different walks in life. We all have our own things that we're going through. And so let's just rest it there. Okay. Number two, uh, 
the what well, we talked about the motivation. We talked about the benefits. Um, I also put family values, knowing the children, putting God into our learning. The the student and the children are very centered in what we're learning. Health benefits, um, being able to be outside, just beyond four walls. Okay, so that's what I wrote down for benefits. Number three, things we want to do. Oh, this is why I wanted to homeschool. This is why I wanted to have a micro school. I wanted to go on more field trips. I wanted more laughter. I wanted to go outside more. I wanted to connect with other groups. I wanted to be structured, but also be flexible. And I don't want to just do school. I want to learn by doing. So the first box was motivation. The second one was benefits. The third is things that we want to do. Write them out. Number four, things we want to avoid. Ooh, this is good. I don't want to get it all done. I don't want to be bombarded with stuff. I don't want to be rigid. I don't want to be alone. I don't want to be overwhelmed. I don't want to be angry. I don't want to be stressed. I don't want to be sad. I want to avoid all of that. And I want to avoid feeling like I have school at my house. And that's a hard one, friends. It's a hard one because I have 12 kids and there's a lot of structure and there's a lot of boundaries. And so sometimes it can feel like school and I don't want it to feel like that anymore because it doesn't make me happy. So I'm really searching on how to find that balance. But guess what? If I would have not gone through this, I could still be doing the things that I don't want to keep doing. So it's so important that you take the time to do this so that you set yourself up for success. And number five, what do you want your family life to look like? Because here's the deal, friends. If you're homeschooling or you're starting a micro school, deep down inside, you want your life to feel and to look a certain way. You want your family life to look and feel a certain way. And I truly believe that by creating my own business and homeschooling and creating a micro school, I have the authority and the capacity to design it the way that I want it to be. So how do I want my family to look like? This is number five. I want them to be responsible. I want my child to know that she can take action, can do attitudes, to be helpful, to be humble, to be connected to others, to be purposeful, to be excited, to be free to explore, free to create, to be passionate about what she's learning self-directed, independent. I don't want her to think she's got to do it alone. I want her to be free to learn different things and in different ways. So I went through and I wrote that out. That helped me determine my why, okay? This is your why, your motivation, your benefits, the things you want to do, the things you want to avoid, and what you want your family life to look like. Then number two is I really started the, the other page in this not consume planner was just writing down important things it's kind of got like a little map here of like family life community life church life and I just did like a really cute little brain dump and I put like time outside intentional planning I've got to get Jalen I wrote this I wrote this down on this page I had to look at what my life is going to look like next year I've got a daughter going into high school I've got to pick her up at 2 30 how am I going to pick her up at 2 30 if I don't have anyone here to help me how am I going to have more games outside how am I going to have my free weekends how am I going to have my free nights how am I going to have a deepened sense of a relationship with God When school's over each day, how am I going to have a mental break? I started writing all of this down because these are important things that will go unmonitored and unnoticed unless you're intentional about 
planning it out or at least being intentional about creating awareness around them. Because once I wrote this out, that my kids are going to be in more sports and more activities, that we're going to be plugging into more groups, they're going to be going on more field trips, that we're going to be at a different location, we're going to be at a high school nights out of the week that we're not used to. What can I do to foster more help? How can I still keep my family connected? How can I still continue to have Bible studies and devotions? And what can I incorporate throughout the day that will help me gain what I truly started out on this mission of created the school for? Number three, this is big. This is in the not consume planner. And if you don't have it, it's okay. But I highly suggest for each of your kids, including the students that you're going to have at your school, you will want to write about each child. So I have a page dedicated to Joliana. And in the Not Consume Planner, it breaks it into what I hope for her spiritually, what I hope for her socially, emotionally, what I hope for her physically, and what I hope for her academically. And I just went through and I brain dumped. And I'm, of course, I'm going to add more to it throughout the year. She's going to grow. She's going to change. But I wrote it all out. Then I did the same thing with my daughter, Jalen, who I'm not homeschooling. But I want to still be such an intricate, detailed part of her life as she's starting high school. I want to be plugged in. I want to be paying attention to her. I don't want to be distracted with running a business, running a school, and not help her. And, not, and, and let her be trained by the rest of the world. I know I have to be intentional with her and having my own business can be distracting. But it can also be if you employ the right systems, you can make it the way that you need to make it and free up your time and free up your energy. And so I wrote this out for Jalen. Now you're probably thinking, well, how am I going to do that for my other students if I'm homeschooling other students or I have a micro school? Well, I used, I love this, a part of our business bundle, and you don't have to buy the business bundle or you don't have to get it at all. But if you want the enrollment form, I use the enrollment form and I actually take my enrollment form and I also make a Google form. So every time parents sign their child up, they've got to go through the enrollment process. And the enrollment process asks a lot of really good, deep questions. So as I get the enrollment form in and I enroll these children, I have not only the parent's perspective, but I have such a great understanding of what the child, what the child's strengths are and what the child's needs are. So just from that enrollment form, they're not just giving me the basics. They're giving me a vision for what they want their child to have as an experience here at Lighthouse Learning. And so I take their ideas and I write it down for each child. Now, they might not say anything spiritually, but I'm going to write down spiritually that I want them to know the love of God. Now, the parents are able to give me, and you can add that into your enrollment form if you would like. They are going to give me social emotional ideas. They're going to give me physical ideas. They're going to give me the academic ideas. They're going to give me what their child's strengths are and needs are. And then the other part is, Not only do I get it from the parents, I send, after the child has been enrolled, a welcome letter. And the welcome letter is just very soft and sweet, and it gives the parents some really important pieces of information. Plus, it is a questionnaire for the child to fill out. It's adorable. So now I've not only gotten the perspective of the parent, but also the perspective of the child. So each child 
gets the welcome letter. The families get the welcome letter. They, they keep some pieces of the welcome letter and then the child fills out the questionnaire, sends it back to me. So now I've got information from the parent about the child and from the child, I have information and I compile it and I put it all together and I write out just a sweet little plan for the child. Their strengths, socially, emotionally, physically, academically, so I can get to know the child and guess what? I'm able, I love having it in one place, so I don't wanna just have it in a file folder of a student record. I'm not gonna, I'm not going to keep going back through the student files and looking at that. Once I have that information and I compile it in my notebook or in my not consumed planner, then I'm able to tuck it away in the file folder and when I meet with the family or when I'm planning lessons or when I'm thinking about projects, I can go quickly and look at that child. I am able during conferences to look at that child's, what the parents wanted from the very beginning of the school year. I can reflect on that and I can share their progress with their family and it just, it's all about relationships and this is what gives you the results that you have longed for when it comes to homeschooling or when it comes to creating your micro school. And it helps you when it comes to choosing a curriculum because guess what? Disclaimer here, I still haven't chosen my curriculum. I'm still compiling information from families and from children and from my own family and from my past experiences. I've almost nailed it down and I've got four pieces already. I'm not ready to share it with you just yet, but when I have it all squared away, I'll be sharing it with you. I'll be giving you drops in the bucket of some of the pieces that I've already gone ahead and purchased. So be staying tuned for that. But I'm so excited because going through this work has helped me really be able to create the school that I not only want for my child, but for other families and for me as a parent and a teacher. So go ahead and get yourself in a situation where you can write out just the vision of your school year. Remember, you're gonna go back over your motivation, your benefits, the things you wanna do, the things you wanna avoid, and what you want your family life to look at. And then you're going to, yes, you're gonna do this. Don't forget, you're gonna sit down with each child that you know you're gonna teach. And even if you just write up a few little bullet points for each child, you're really able to see what's best in them and be able to make decisions that are going to encourage them to flourish and thrive. All right, everyone. I hope you have an awesome day. Stay tuned. We've got some really great content and episodes coming up. And if you are wanting to get snag that enrollment form or the welcome letter, just head on over to www.teachersletyourlightshine.com shop. Hey, hey, teacher friend. Thanks so much for listening to today's show. I pray it inspired you, touched you, or challenged you in some way because we are making big shifts and using our teaching gifts for God's glory like never before. I'm so grateful for you. The number one way you can support this show is to leave a written review on Apple Podcasts and also share this with another teacher. Come join me in the Virtual Teachers Lounge known as the Teacher Let Your Light Shine Facebook group. Until next time, keep shining your teacher light. The world needs you.